Good evening. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our lecturer is Joanne Paradise today. I'm your cantor, Ken Godick. Our organist is Tom Conroy. Our celebrant is Father Michael. Let us all now stand, if you're able, for the entrance procession and join in our opening hymn. The lyrics can be found in the bulletin. The summons. follow me if I but call your name? Will you go where you don't know and never be the same? Will you let my love be shown? Will you let my name be known? Will you let my life be grown in you and you Self behind if I but call your name? Will you care for cruel and kind and never be the same? Will you risk the hostile stare should your life attract or scare? Will you let me answer prayer in you and you in me? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And good evening, everyone. 15th Sunday of Ordinary Time, continuing to walk with Christ in one another, walking with Jesus in Mark's Gospel, deepening our understanding of what it means to be a follower of Jesus's. And of course, being a follower means not just coming in and entering more closely in relationship with him, but also in relationship with one another and carrying his message, his mission in our everyday lives and in our world. And of course, we know how much grace and mercy we need to grow in that relationship and to share that relationship. Lord Jesus, you have called us to follow. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you share with us the gift of God's grace and love. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you send us forth with you to share in your mission. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. With one voice, we glorify God as we say, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit, 
in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. O God, who showed the light of truth for those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject what is contrary to the name of Christ and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Amaziah, priest of Bethel, said to Amos, Off with you, visionary, flee to the land of Judah. There, earn your bread by prophesying, but never again prophesy in Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and a royal temple. Amos answered Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor have I belonged to a company of prophets. The Lord, I was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores. The Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ, in accord with the favor of his will, for the praise of the glory of God's grace that he granteth us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption by his blood, the forgiveness of transgressions, in accord with the riches of his grace, that he lavished on us. In all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will in accord with his favor that he set forth in him as a plan for the fullness of times to sum up all things in Christ, in heaven and on earth. The word of the Lord. Enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we may know what is the hope that belongs to us all. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two, and he gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money for their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there 
and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So they went off and preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. For many years now, we've been hearing from Pope Francis talking about not just discipleship, but missionary discipleship, right? So he puts an adjective on that, uh, missionary discipleship, or is that an adverb? Is discipleship a noun or a verb? Don't, that's it, sorry. I'm, I'm going to question my parts of speech here. He puts that word in front of discipleship, right? So, so it's, it's missionary discipleship. And again, oftentimes even still, although we've been hearing that for many years, when we think missionary, oftentimes we think to somebody who's going off into a foreign land, right? And that's not really what the expression of missionary is to be, especially as Pope Francis has used it, as well as Christian church a lot over the last probably decade, missionary means that we carry on the mission of Jesus as we are a follower of his. And that means every single one of us, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're sent out to foreign lands thousands of miles away, but it does mean that we're sent out into our lives, the world, which sometimes seems distant and foreign, right? But, but sent out into our lives and world to bring that message as well as the kingdom of God as much as we can present in our everyday lives, world, systems, everything that we experience in our daily lives outside the doors of the church. So missionary is something that is an adjective or adverb for every single one of us as God's people, Right? followers of Jesus, disciples. You also know that for the last year or year and a half or so, we've been talking about our community covenant and the fifth part or sacred promise about our collective parish community covenant, our articulation of what it means to be a follower of Jesus collectively and individually is we go forth. Right? And so it's that true sense that not only are we to gather into God's love, but we're always sent out and sent forth. Now, it's fifth along the line, but really this covenant is not necessarily about a linear process, right? It's not like I have to have this deep, huge you know, a holy relationship with Christ that's near, near like Christ himself, right? Um, or, or that I have to be the most hospitable of persons in we and invite, and, and I have to know and have, have plumbed the depths of my gifts and my limitations so I know how I'm called to serve and we serve before or, and continue to grow in knowledge and know everything about Scripture and, and the catechism of the church and the doctrine and, and, and that was just taught by the popes before I go forth. We don't have to know it all or hold it all because going forth and being a missionary is almost a part of what it means to be a disciple from the very beginning. It's part of what it means. We hear in today's gospel passage, a passage from Mark, very shortly after Jesus has started his public ministry, not only has he started his public ministry, called a few disciples, he's basically just done a little bit of teaching 
and performed a few miracles. And so this is pretty early on. Imagine that the disciples, the apostles of Jesus, even the 12 that he's called to be special disciples, are probably still feeling a bit green or as they would say, wet behind the ears, right? right? They're, 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 they're baby apostles or, or disciples, uh, however you want to describe it. They're probably feeling, you know, like, wow, this guy is doing some good things. We're following him. Um, but shortly after starting to witness who he is, some of his miracles and the power of his authority over over evil and, 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 and all things, as well as hearing him proclaim and talk about the kingdom of God, Jesus says to them, go forth. And you might imagine that the disciples, the apostles, are probably saying to themselves, uh, Jesus, I'm not sure I'm ready, right? You know, I'm not sure we've walked with you long enough. I'm not, not sure we've seen, you know, besides, we've seen you doing all these things, and now... You're commissioning us. And oftentimes, too, when we hear this gospel passage and we hear Jesus say, go into towns, proclaim, right? Heal, and he gives them power of the Lord. We oftentimes think about the things that Jesus says not to take, or there's the human nature, as in all of us, right? To think about the negative instead of the positive. But I want to reflect upon the positive for just a, a, a moment in today's gospel passage. Because as he sends them forth, he doesn't send them forth with nothing. He says, don't focus on the material. The, the, the kingdom and the, and the proclamation and the living of it is much more important than everything. True. But notice what he does say and the positive side of it. He says, go forth two by two. Don't do it alone. You have others with you. You have people that you're in relationship with in me. And so don't do it alone or think that you have to do it alone. It's always a communal experience, and we should feel that we're together with the community as we're going out and going forth and being sent as missionary disciples. The other thing he says, I give you authority. Okay? I'm not giving you money. <laughs> Don't take it. But I'm giving you authority. And it's the same authority that he has lived and taught and shared already with the apostles and disciples. And he says, authority over unclean spirits. And of course, we know by the end um, that the disciples and their mission and their, their going into different towns has an effect. It says they've cast out evil, and they've cured, anointed, and cured others. And so, and, and we'll hear later that kind of the end result is they come back from this missionary journey. So he's given them a, authority, right? He says also, by the way, in some of the negative, take a stick and take sandals. Don't take a second to minute, right? There's some of the don'ts, but just the, the staff and the sandals. If you were a Jewish listener and you were hearing that, you would probably think almost immediately of the Exodus event. As God spoke through Moses to God's people as they were in slavery in Egypt, basically he told them, prepare. 
They, they, they had the Passover meal. They had the calf together. They slaughtered the calf and, and the blood on the doorpost and said, this is how you are to eat it, right? Basically, have your bags packed, have your staff in your hand, and your sandals on your feet. And so there's this illusion that Jesus gives as he's sending them forth that this is going to be a liberating journey for you and for those that you encounter, okay? So, so Jesus is sending them forth, even though they're feeling probably a little bit unprepared and wet behind the ears, he's sending them forth saying, I'm giving you authority. It's going to be a liberating movement for you and for others, and you're not going to do it alone. And so he actually sends them out with the gifts and the tools that they need to proclaim the gospel. Now, once again, you and I, Probably all of us have that sense and that feeling that, you know, um, man, not much I'm going to do to share God's kingdom with the world. Not much I can do to really, you know, make a difference in the systems of the world. Not much I can do. And besides that, you know, I, you know, I haven't prayed enough. You know, I, I'm certainly not holy enough to be a person that shares Jesus with other people. Now, I, I, you know, I probably... I don't necessarily think I have the gifts that are necessary. I would probably need more time to study. You know, I, I'd like to, I would certainly like to know more about the scriptures or, or the catechism. I probably need to read more. And so, uh, and, and it doesn't matter who we are. I could say that myself, right? And I got, went through lots of preparation. Uh, there's that sense that we're never feeling fully prepared. But maybe, maybe that's what discipleship is really all about. And maybe that's the lesson that Jesus is trying to share and to give, that you don't have to have all of that ready. You don't, you don't have to have, we pray, we invite, we serve, you know, it, to, to be prepared to go out and to share and to do it in some sense that makes a difference and that brings freedom to your life and to others. It's an essential part almost from the very beginning of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. There's something about, no matter what age we are, child, adult, any age, living at the edge of our ability, <laughs> living at the edge of our gifts, living at the edge and the risk of what life brings you and I. We were talking uh, just the other day, um, uh, actually a farewell as we were doing a celebration for both Tom and Amanda, and we were talking about this uh, past year and a half of the early ages of our doing stuff like live streaming and sharing stuff in a digital way. <laughs> and uh, it was crazy. We were like, we propped up an iPhone on a, on, a, on, a, on a tripod, you know, the sound quality was like, we were like yelling in into it so, so that sound could be picked up. I mean, there was, we, we, were, we were so unprepared and yet we knew that something had to be done in order to continue as best we could to share the, and, and, and think about how much has developed and grown in the digital side of what and who we are as Mary Queen of Peace Parish because we were there living at the edge, right? The, the challenges that that brought in, you know, even though we didn't feel we had the gifts, 
there was something that happened. People gave money to invest in equipment. It was amazing what happened because of that, right? Just a simple example of kind of, kind of living at the edge of our abilities and existence. So missionary discipleship, being sent forth, even though sometimes we feel we're not fully prepared, is probably the lesson that Jesus is trying to share and teach his early disciples and you and I. Because being a follower of his is to be a missionary disciple. It means to go forth. And with all of our limitations and all of our gifts as best we can, into the world and to see what Jesus can do, to see what his authority can do, see what the power of his liberation can do, to see what we can do with one another as we go out not alone but two by two and more, to see what Jesus can do to help share his message, his love, his kingdom in the midst of all things, proclaiming the kingdom of love, of repentance and casting out that which seems impossible in his name. Trusting the power of God's transforming and liberating love, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Our response is hear us, O Lord. For the grace to receive the challenge as well as the care to which the Eucharist calls us. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the grace to love our neighbor and care for the poor with delight, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For healing and peace for the people of Haiti as they mourn the assassination of their president, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For a deeper understanding of your maternal love especially among our youth, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for dignity and hope among all who are imprisoned, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Alice Cunningham and Ryan Connor, May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. And we remember today all our parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar. Among with those, we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And together we pray the prayer for unity on page three of the bulletin. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love and hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen.
that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Sharing in the kingdom of God in Christ Jesus and our relationship with the Father at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, you said to your apostles and to us, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you. We offer to one another some sign of Christ's peace. For those celebrating virtually or on the podcast, we offer an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Together, let us stand and let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that our participation in this mystery may its saving effect in us grow through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. As missionary disciples, go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Taste and see, taste and see the